0: the laptop, uh, and moved over to using the, uh, uh, uh mic on the headset.
1: Gotcha. <clears throat> I'm going to try and adjust your, there we are. We're just going to back you down a little bit myself on here for me. <laughs> I'm wearing over the ear cans and, your your voice is making my, my headset actually vibrate against my head.
2: So less than de- desirable?
1: L- yeah, yeah. Not saying it's a a bad thing overall. The mix is probably fine.
0: Yeah, the, the mix is actually pretty good.
1: There we go. Yeah, that's better. I, uh, actually that I
0: spent a decent amount of time fucking around with it this evening.
1: Oh, okay. So did you listen to any of the audio from last week?
0: Uh I listened <laughs> to enough to balance out the levels okay. and make it sound nice. good.
1: Okay. Uh
0: which I'm not gonna lie, it sounds pretty good. Cool. Uh yeah, we words- were just sitting in a room, mics on a table. Oh no, there was like a, there was a shitload of weird background noise that oh, was like yes. underlying the whole thing. Uh, so thank you for that like 30 second test piece. Sure. Because oh, we,
2: which one uh, I only sent one. He sent oh, okay. one. <laughs> we, uh, we, did,
0: we did a bunch and I, I probably spent an hour fucking around with that uh, until like I, until I got a uh, sound on that, that I liked. Yeah. Uh, my,
1: my family just couldn't stop walking through the room
0: yeah it uh ultimately i just it 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 was weird because i didn't use anything that i don't normally use to clean up the audio i just used it more times
1: (laughs) Hmm. did you happen to listen to any of the second show uh
0: no because uh, (laughs) (laughs) i i was gonna listen to the second show when i when i posted it
1: okay Uh, so the second show needs to go up at some point okay and the title with a serious warning the title of it just needs to be bad esports broadcasting
2: okay (laughs) it's the most fun i've had playing snap we'll say that
1: so the second show we recorded we just uh we played theme decks in friendly mode okay and we tried to commentate our way through it there's
2: one, one, uh, one we could have both made a deck, uh, X-Men. Yep. We both could have made a deck, and they could have been completely different.
1: That is true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> We're just like...
2: I mean, you, anybody I'm associated sure. with X-Men. So you could get okay. like Juggernaut and and uh, Magneto and whatnot.
1: And Zero and Morph and Armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not realize that they were all mutants. Yep. Well, mutants are fucking everywhere. But they aren't
2: necessarily all
1: X-Men. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of mutants, did anybody else see the Marvels trailer? No. Marvels trailer. No. I know it came out. I didn't watch it. Captain Marvel 2. The Marvels.
0: I've been a little busy the past couple of days.
3: No, I
1: haven't seen it there. Oh man, it is! I'm, I'm watching movie, it right now. <laughs> that movie is gonna be bananas. It's gonna be a blast. I cannot wait for it.
0: Uh,
3: I read. Why does everyone make fun now? I
0: I did read some uh, that it is supposed to be heavily anime influenced.
1: Yep, I could see that. Definitely could see that. Uh, the the trailer just makes you think that this movie is just going to be a fucking bananas ride from beginning to end and if people don't like it you know what uh, they just don't like fun they don't want a fun movie that's what it comes down to yeah that's because, the part that gets me it's like I love the Beastie part of the series that's,
3: that's like
1: the... yeah go ahead No, like, you're right, Dylan. Like, if it looks just fun, they're like, man, this isn't gonna be good.
3: Yeah. Like, like, honestly, fuck comic nerds at this point. Like, yeah, either you enjoy it because you enjoy the source material and, like, hey, they did something fun with it, or you're just a whiny little bitch, and you're, your opinion I, doesn't matter.
1: They're becoming insufferable assholes. You really are. Like, I thought... I personally thought that Star Wars fans were by and large insufferable assholes. Man, Marvel fans are fucking killing me.
2: I
3: mean,
1: they're not not, but what like, are
2: they uh, bitching about? Everything.
1: I mean, it's Captain Marvel, so they're mad about that because you know Captain Marvel is a strong independent. Because movie.
2: she has a vagina and you now.
1: Yeah, like I don't. Pretty
3: I like that first movie. I don't know what everybody's complaint was with
2: it. I... I it had it its a, flaws but i liked it too I, it I, was a
0: solid flick i don't think it was it's, the it's movie the that they had issue with i think it was her well,
3: yeah but like some of the critics even said like it was one of the weaker movies it's like how was it weaker have like, you
0: seen
2: dark world
3: <laughs> yeah like i don't know i just i enjoyed it like not everything has to be you know the godfather here right like I like how She-Hulk was just hilarious, and like yes. there needs to be entire yeah. series that are just
2: slapstick almost. Like, yeah,
3: it should be. And and you know. honestly,
2: a series that almost is too dark. Daredevil, She-Hulk has brought a bit of revity into it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I don't know. I'm just kind of. When you're taking Daredevil
2: from him, uh, Netflix, which was arguably pretty dark and you're putting it in the mcu i think uh she-hulk was the perfect palate cleanse there
1: and i hope that they continue to have some serious overtones in daredevil but not every true like let let's be honest we all he's
2: not gonna go where where they went
1: well we all said that the netflix marvel universe you know Daredevil she or Daredevil uh Jessica Jones uh not so much Luke Cage but Punisher like you it was really hard to binge that content
2: uh the first Jessica Jones season yeah that that, that was
0: a challenge
2: that was that was pretty real i mean yeah. i love that actress i love the story i liked how real it was Yes. Um, Because Daredevil was the first one, right? Jessica Jones came after that? Yep. Yep. Daredevil, Jessica Jones. I've I've said it a dozen times. If you watch the first two episodes of the first season of Daredevil and you're not a fan of it, you need to watch something else.
1: Right. Like, those are, they're just great shows. You could have taken the Marvel out of it. And if you could get people to watch it, it, they would still have been very successful shows. They were fantastic.
2: And I didn't mind Iron Fist. It just seemed like it did know what its story was.
1: I fucking hated Iron Fist.
2: I, I didn't mind it. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a fanboy. I'll, I'll watch almost anything. So, but, you know, I'll like it to varying degrees. Um, but as far as Jessica Jones and Daredevil, I, I loved. Punisher was great yep and um Luke Cage was great I lo- I like that actor. I liked him as that character it would it fit I love that he had an origin in Jessica Jones so it wasn't like a cold start you you knew this right. guy right so yeah what Netflix did the their little mini MCU that they built
1: was pretty well thought out I thought it was. It was well done. It was well executed. Uh, I, I'm sad that it's it's essentially over and we're not going to get any more of that.
2: Well, There's going to be a Punisher, right? I, I saw something with him. They're in talks to do I, Punisher? I thought I saw a picture of him in the uh, Iron Punisher armor.
0: I he's. the I think he's supposed to show up in both armor wars and the that would make sense and the daredevil season okay both of those fit I just uh
2: of course my say me saying they fit they'll make whatever they want fit
0: I, right. or or they'll say it fits and people will bitch but but yeah. that that's that's the thing just move on. The like you guys talking is the perfect example of of what what we have. We have so much content, right? That's where the that's where the the freedom to complain comes from. Like it used to be. Uh, oh man, it's a made for TV you know Hulk Hulk movie that's got Thor in it. Better I fucking mean, enjoy it. It's cheesy, but. It's what we get, right? <laughs> or you know, the Hoff as Nick Fury also made for TV. Not the worst thing ever, but at the same time, like it's what we had to work with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they the, had to
2: learn to tell these. They had to learn how to put this mythology on a screen. Yes, it's that, a lot that's of all here. it is. It's it's mythology. It it's our. Our stories of Thor and Zeus and all that jazz. Yep, and sometimes Thor actually appears and Zeus as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I'm super jazzed for, um, fuck, uh, uh, Guardians Three. I'm super jazzed for Captain Marvel Two. Um. I'm hoping that Ant-Man lands on uh, Disney Plus before Guardians 3. Good. Um, yeah, it just... should be a
2: couple months.
1: <laughs> uh, might might be just after it came out. But... Like, I wanted to go see Ant-Man in the theater, and then I just never got around to it. And... Yeah, that's... Then people started bitching about it and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just wait.
2: Their they're bitching about it, I think, was more the choices that they made.
1: That's not my MODOK, you
2: know, all that kind of shit.
1: Dude, MODOK is a giant fucking floating head.
2: Yeah, and however you're going to fit that into this universe, good luck. Right.
1: But uh
2: I... Uh, I love Ant-Man. I, I always will. So I will always give him a try. But after seeing the D&D movie which was good time, um I look forward to the D&D cinematic universe do you and really do it. Oh fuck yeah. They, they can just they can put out one of these every three years, um, and it doesn't even have to it doesn't even have to retain the same cla- uh same cast.
0: They it are can just uh, be, they're working on a dra- uh, live action Dragonland series.
2: Well, that's the D and D the Dungeons and Dragons movie mm-hmm. was so very 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 uh favoring. Okay. Forgotten realms. I mean, it is Baldur's Gate. Never, never winter. Uh, uh, Fay. Uh, I mean, you, you, you point out a landmark, and it, chances are, it probably passed in conversation or dialogue, in, in that, uh, that movie, they may mention Elminster. They mentioned Blackstaff. They, you know, they mentioned all these like heavy hitters, big, you know, you know, big names in the the novels that accompanied and basically ed greenwood's characters because when he created the uh story setting but it, it was a good time uh people are focusing on some dumb shit but uh i just choose to overlook it <laughs> yeah uh, a druid uses a wild shape too many times Yeah, okay whatever it, it was, it was a really cool sequence. Shut up. <laughs> right. But uh, one of the trailers before D was for the new turtles movie, which I am super excited about. I think it looks awesome.
1: Is it live action? No. CGI.
2: It's very much in the, in the frame of mind, uh, design wise as a spider verse. it looks very sketchy and very painty and and the characters are very live I mean, very they're teenagers. they talk like teenagers. they have teenage voice. I think their voice cracks a couple times in some of the dialogue. it, 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 is, it looks funny and it looks fun and it looks fast and colorful and everything I want from a turtle's movie
1: gonna fail.
3: I, I surely I mean... hope not. If it fails, it's just because of people complaining,
2: Mike. If it fails, it's still going to make millions.
0: Oh, it looked like It looks like fun. Uh, I've I, done some things for for
2: uh, for work, and the art is awesome.
0: It's going to fail because
1: you said they they're teenagers. They sound like teenagers. They're, they're
2: kids. They are fucking. I mean, this is the beginning. Dude, this is, I mean, this is this generation's Turtles. Every every generation gets their own Turtles. This is the start of the new generation.
1: (laughs) You're preaching to the choir here, but it's going to fucking fail.
2: I will always love the Turtles. I will always give the Turtles a chance. I will as well. they are going to
1: be mad because they're fucking teenagers.
2: Well, when they were freaking gangster rappers in the last michael bay ones people hated those too so
0: pick a team oh well i mean if you want people to really bitch about the about the turtles uh the that comic that i've been super excited about for like two years the last ronin Mm -hmm. they're turning into a video game Okay. okay uh and they're doing it kind of in the style of the the sort of epic adventure games like god of war
2: that okay. makes sense there's one turtle
0: yeah that, that that makes sense uh and there's the the talk was that you might play the other turtles in flashback sequences that'll be cool but
2: i mean i have not read that all i know about it is what you've told me about it
0: i, I, have, I, I, think I it have, sounds have, great i have the hardcover uh collection so i'm i'm happy to share that uh because I, I might may have to partake of that like it's it's fantastic like you don't even know which turtle is the one that survived until the end of the uh the first issue because they they don't wear their they're not sporting their color Mm-hmm. they're just huh. they're just sporting yeah i think them. you've
2: told me who yeah. it was
0: so yeah, I yeah I well say, i've i've talked about who it, it. It, like it it's not a huge secret is it Raphael? no it's michelangelo that's weird it's it's really not like it it makes the most sense that the joker would be the one that has to be has to be serious
2: honestly he's the only one mentally capable of surviving the others would be too damaged after losing the brothers he had he is so kind-hearted he's 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 so kind-hearted he could weather it i think
0: he's still he's still kind of broken
2: oh yeah absolutely but still i mean the others others would be not functional or they'd be rafael would be an absolute monster
0: yes so
2: i mean that that's my argument i guess that he he would survive
0: donatella or uh leonardo would just implode upon himself Yes, he would. His guilt the, would be crushed. Yeah, guilt over being a failed leader.
2: Mm-hmm. And Donatello would sink into himself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a perfect pick.
0: But yeah, it's it, it like you don't find out who it is till the end of the first issue because it's one turtle and he's and and that one turtle is sporting uh, all the weapons. All the weapons and most of them are broken. And it's weird. It deals with generational trauma.
2: It's about time. I mean, like the turtles is, are as old as I am.
0: They, like it is. It is they they were a teenagers very, when I was teenager. It is a well, yeah. I mean, this is this is the this is the Ninja Turtles. Old Man Logan. So it's it's fucking weird.
3: Yeah. It did sound very Old Man
0: Logans. It, it, like, it it absolutely is. Like, things have absolutely gone to shit.
2: Good. Good. Welcome turtles?
3: Yeah. Middle-aged, depressed ninja turtle.
1: Well, well,
2: Chad and I had fun that last weekend. We did. He got all manly.
1: And got tore all manly. Apart, Tore apart a car. Had to put it back together twice. Yes, we did,
2: because we didn't notice we fucked it up the first time. Or bent something the first
1: time. Yes. Oh, well. It all went back together. It's driven fine ever since. Sweet.
2: Brakes don't grind. Nope. And that's way cheaper than taking it somewhere.
1: Jesus Christ, yeah. Fucking, yeah
2: cost me 27 dollars to uh, have my flat repaired and remounted Jesus. I thought that was actually I was okay with it it's not all it took me 11 11 minutes to take the tire off and put the spare on I was kind of proud of that
1: <laughs> always fashion yourself as part of a pit crew
2: no it's just I've had so much practice lately taking tires off and putting them back on. It's like, okay, yeah,
0: here you go. Are you are you becoming the dad in a Christmas story, working to beat your time?
2: Um, I am, no, I am absolutely going to stop doing it. I'm not, because Karen's complaining about some noise her car's taking, making, and I'm like, I don't know what it is. I took fucking tire off. I can't see anything. Everything is tight. Everything is placed. Take it somewhere. Stop asking me to do your do your shit if you're just gonna
1: You know Well you I obviously you can't it around, do it right.
2: I, I, I can't do it right.
1: You drove it around the block, did you hear the noise? No. I had my head out the window
2: and I couldn't hear it. I closed the driver window and was leaning across the car trying to hear out the other window to see if I can hear it. I, I it's like you hit something, you hear a ping. And I almost think it's that shield that was Bent on yours, yeah. But I checked it and it was fine. I don't know what it is, but she's, I don't know, for some reason terrified of driving it. And I'm like, okay, well, you have so much confidence in my talents. Uh, stop asking me to
0: do it. Yeah. So I, I think, I think. Dylan will talk about it as well, but I did want to talk about why Dylan and I weren't here last week.
1: I didn't know that we were allowed to talk about the brothel.
0: Yeah.
3: Presently do not brothel this time.
0: Mail strip show. One of those uh, mail review things. It's always a mail strip show when I get there, but that's really neither here nor there. Uh, No. Do We uh, we went and saw Old Gods of Appalachia live, and it was magnificent.
2: It really was. Does it ruin it, seeing <clears throat> the people's faces?
0: Not even a little bit.
2: Okay. Like like, it, but they they do different stories all the time, so it's not
3: like the people you saw there, they're in like one series as a small part of something. Yes. They're not even in the rest of it. Like out of
2: 50 episodes, they are in like three somewhere. Yeah. So was was it just
0: basically a spoken word concert? No, it was so much more than, like, I didn't know what to expect going into it, and I I think, Dylan, you said you didn't, you had no idea what it was gonna be either.
2: Like, I don't know what you,
0: because
3: normally they're like 30-minute episodes.
0: Yeah, it's like 30, except for that one time it was 90 minutes and was absolutely magnificent. But like I had no idea what it was going to be I'm like it's probably going to be like a 45 minute episode and they they said they're bringing some of the some of the musical accompaniments from the show to to come so I'm like they'll probably come out and play a couple of songs uh, sure. and like it it was fucking it flowed really well like they they have uh they had a a ukulele player come out first and she did a couple of songs that were uh and like all throughout this uh like chad you've listened to the show so it's a a a tour correct yes it's like you listen yeah it, it it doesn't matter this is a completely standalone story so okay i'm i'm in the middle of season two okay well season two gets real fucking good um so the uh so he comes out and not knowing at all what to expect or how how the show is going to go he goes into this uh the only way to describe it is dark preacher. Okay. Like he is absolutely pitching a bit of a sermon from the pulpit and it's real fucking dark.
2: Okay. Were you guys uh sitting together
0: or i mean i don't know how you guys get tickets or what uh sort of i i told dylan where my where uh nicole and i were sitting and he got directly behind us okay uh and so it's it's a bit of this dark preacher bit uh and then like he's he's doing uh he he does all of the ad spots Like he would in a normal That's show. That's
3: fantastic. Like he just showed up and they play, because <laughs> normally, like, they have the ad reads and then they do some talking and then they do the opening, like, intro music. Right. So he came out there, just started talking, did his thing, walked back off, walked back on, and then started ad reads. That's hilarious. And they were like the live up to date, and like it wasn't a joke. It was literally like here's the ads that you would have heard if this were like today's thing.
0: Now, admittedly, oh. only one of the three ads was an actual ad. Right. Like the the other one featured a character from the uh, the Patreon from one of the Patreon runs. It's like the main the main villain in the one, uh, and she she comes out and does this really bat-shit ad. It it may have been about cannibalism. I'm not entirely certain.
3: It very much starts out like any other ad read you would expect on a podcast. And like, it kind of sounded like, oh, well, maybe they just got like a HelloFresh sponsor. And then it just goes crazy. And then it just goes completely batshit. Sweet. And it was fantastic.
0: And then it circles back around and finishes again like one of those HelloFresh kind of ads. Right. (laughs) Uh, and then the third ad, the third ad was cool. So uh, they they do the first two ads, then they bring out the banjo player, and he does like it's hard to say that uh, it was like hardcore banjo, but I don't know how else to describe it. This dude is all fucking tatted up, and like he was play he played some real fucking aggressive songs on his banjo. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, and it was super like it was super it, it like it was real interesting. Uh And then then there's the third ad and the third ad uh it features three women you haven't met yet in in the series, the gray ladies. Uh, at least I don't I don't know if you have by I mean I don't know if you've met them by the middle of season 2. Um but you've certainly met old Hornet head. Yep. Yes. So it starts off, I had to explain it to Nicole afterwards, because yeah, like it, it just looks like a dude is losing his mind up there as he's talking, because he does the voices for all three of the gray ladies, and they will finish each other's, they'll like pick up in the middle of a sentence and continue on, as though they're of a hive mind. Oh, okay. Uh, but they have different voices. <laughs> And so he will slip between those voices as he's going through this ad read and it just looks like it just looks like somebody's up there going fucking nuts. Okay. Uh, so
1: part of me wants to see Old God's live. Part of me is terrified that the main man is not going to look like the picture I have in my brain.
0: And I don't, I don't want to shatter that. What, what, what kind of a picture do you have in your brain? Okay. So when I hear him speak, uh huh, I
1: see someone, uh, probably about six foot, uh, fifty ish. Okay. Salt, salt and pepper hair. Uh huh. Uh, big beard, but but a well manicured big beard. Okay uh dressed in we'll call it uh hillbilly chic
0: I mean it, it, he he was very much dressed a bit like a preacher okay that that would work um definitely not six feet a little shorter okay okay uh they're well,
3: pretty much what you would expect.
0: Yeah, I mean it's.
3: I mean, he did some live uh, videos for some of their like Q and A sessions, something like that. So I saw him in one of those because it popped up.
0: Yeah, you're you're not you're not super far off though. Okay. Like it's it's not it's not that wildly different. Now the person like the visual that you described, that's a guy that's there. Oh, okay it he is one of the performers and uh i got i was really excited to talk to him after the show uh because i found uh, there was one line that he delivers uh like the, the the whole story ultimately uh centers around uh family the idea of family um yeah and oh,
1: that's an overarching
0: Well, it's, Mm. it's, it's more than that. Uh, Like the, the big, bad, nasty thing in this is this little part of a holler that uh, is haunted in a way that will drive you mad. Okay. Uh, Like it shows you shit from your past. And so it's, it's showing this kid, his mom uh, and his mom's dead okay uh and so that leads to some interactions and there just there comes a point where he's just like he screams and he's like you're not my mom and uh i don't know just the way he delivered it was really powerful and i told him so <laughs> because uh it was it was just absolutely fucking moving um Sweet. the the head that that came to like it was it was good drama sweet uh and then uh oh and then the best part is that uh steve uh steve shell creator of the show the yeah. main main dude uh totally fucked up and forgot to bring out their third musical guest oh uh who is oh man i can't remember his third name it's john dwyer
3: john charles dwyer
0: john charles dwyer okay he sings uh, "Panthers on the Mountainside."
3: Is that like a famous song, or
0: I, I, it, I have only heard it on this show. Like it's, okay. it was originally they originally used it for "Build Mama a Coffin," the Patreon, okay, okay. the Patreon story. Yeah,
3: I can find it anywhere. Like it's not on his Spotify, so I don't know.
0: Uh, I. Yeah, it might be something the, associated with. Uh, yeah, it's it's out there somewhere. Uh, but it's he might have a band camp.
3: Well, no, I was on a Spotify. I listened to a couple of albums. Like but, I, I really enjoyed it, but it's just not.
0: Yeah, but uh, exactly but he does he does this song uh, "Panthers on the Mountainside" and it's uh it's all about burying burying mama. I cry every time I hear it. Um is, is really good. Um, it's just that that guy, uh, much like any of the musical, musical accompaniment they have, uh, is not what you expect from country music.
3: Okay.
0: Like it's it's very a, much looks like a
3: bunch of skaters decided to dress up because their moms told them they had to and go play music.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Really? Like none of these people look like you expect them to. Like uh, the musical people, none of them look like you expect them to. They look
3: like it should be a '90s ska band.
0: <laughs> yes, that's the yeah. The three of them together would make would look like a '90s ska band. Okay. Uh, and then they do. Uh, it was over an hour. Uh, the the, like the story itself, and to to kind of keep it lively, uh, they didn't keep the whole cast out there the entire time. so mm-hmm. like if if a person wasn't part of the scene, they weren't on stage.
3: Wow, and sometimes they left in the middle of the scene for just like ten seconds and then walked back on.
0: Wow, yeah, it so, was uh, and, and, and it was over. like it it was odd the first couple of times, but then it's then it clicked what was happening like and why it was why it was happening and it was uh it was a really cool added effect for what was essentially like a a a read-through of something but we got to see the first show and that was cool
3: right that's what made it cool was like that's the first show of the whole tour after like several previous tours got canceled
0: and then gotcha. I got to have an experience that I am confident most people don't have when they meet someone and get an autograph. Dude fucked up his own name. Say <laughs> one. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a main dude. Uh, he's like, cool, yeah, and he's like, shit, I forgot the T. Uh, all right, well. To hell with it! He just he starts scribbling his name out, and he signs again above it. <laughs> That's pretty funny, and that was kind of the best. But it was uh, it was a fantastic time. Uh, it was Good. an amazing show, and absolutely worth it.
3: Yeah, like every time I thought about it this week, it still made me happy. I'm like, oh, they were so good when they did this, or like when that happened, like, and then I was listening to some of the musical people on Spotify, and so, I don't know. It was just like, they got so many talented people, and they all did so good. Like, you get it, they're professionals, but still, like...
0: Right. I mean, the, the only way that it would have been in any way better is if we had gotten to see one of the West Coast shows. Why? Because for the West Coast shows, they have some uh some different voice acting guests. Uh one of them is uh Cecil Baldwin. Okay. Uh he portrays Cecil Palmer on Welcome to Night Vale. He's the voice of Welcome to Night vale. um okay. which has been on the which has been recorded for like 10 years. So Bona Fide's he's kind of a deal. But it also features Yuri Lowenthal. Oh man! Uh, okay, yeah. Like I have you made it to Yuri at all? Not on Old Gods, no. But oh I mean, man, you are going to love him when you do, uh, because you've heard references to his character. Really? Yes uh I, and i i only know that because uh nicole and i listened to a couple of episodes beforehand and i was like oh shit they do mention it super early um like it it doesn't come up until like real late in season 2 the railroad man and the magistrate but they mention it in that two episode uh wolf sisters thing before season 2 oh Okay. Uh, and they just—it's an offhanded comment about, like, in the narration about, you know, and this would be a thing when the railroad man and the magistrate when that, or in referencing that incident. Uh, but then it's like, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> and then sure as shit, that actually was a story for another time. and It was fucking amazing. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Ooh. loved everything about it. Sweet. I went to a show this weekend. Yeah, you posted a picture of that. What the hell
1: was that? I went to go see Polyphia uh, with opening band Unprocessed. Uh, Polyphia, if people are not familiar, is uh, just pure guitar porn. Uh, Their new album has... Some guest vocalists on it, uh, but by and large, they are an instrumental band. Uh, it was, um, like Santana. Yeah, yeah, like like Santana. Uh, it was without a doubt the is as, as far as like how well the band performed the music is the best show I've ever been to. Um, probably more so because this music is highly technical it is the kind of stuff that will make a musician want to put down their instrument and not play again it's it it is that level of sophistication and they're out there having a blast on stage and still fucking nailing it um deck bought me uh tickets to go for Christmas this past year. And uh Kez was supposed to join us, but she we all kind of forgot that it was so soon in the month. Uh so kez only had like a week before from the when we realized oh shit, this is coming up to shit the concerts here. So she was not able to get the day off work. Uh, So Deck and I went and I I warned him ahead of time, um, this this is not your kind of thing. And he still had uh, a great time. Uh, The opening band was kind of like the middle ground between a, I guess we'd call it metal and in guitar porn kind of thing. Um it was two-ish hours of just nonstop I wanna watch everything that's going on and it was kind of weird, like to a couple of their songs. Uh they had people like they're demanding people crowd surf. Uh which a little weird to some of the songs uh they called for a uh circle of death to their biggest hit which is not that kind of a song uh it, it would be the equivalent of of trying to mosh to uh we didn't start to fire calling for a circle of death to uh, goat. It's just, it as an odd choice of things, but the crowd went along with it and did, and it was bananas. Uh, I would highly recommend that uh, anyone who is even remotely interested in that kind of music, uh, you, you need to see Polyphia live. Uh, more so if you are a musician, because it, it will make you uh, want to be a better musician. I did not have a voice on Saturday, uh, or at least not much of a voice. I sounded very gravelly at uh the Warren House.
2: And then Sunday
1: you didn't have shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday I did not have shoulders. What I mean? kind of asshole runs Leech in a in a
2: negative deck? Uh everybody. No. I don't run leech in my Mr. Negative Deck.
1: Those people that I see running leech or running uh or running negative or running leech.
0: He's pretty good for, for a three reason, five.
1: Yeah. For some reason a lot of people seem to think that Leech is going to help them against uh Shuri Red Skull.
2: Leech doesn't blank numbers, but there will be a card that comes out. I mean Scorpion does it. But uh Not very well. No, but... uh,
1: The only way Leech is going to help you against Shuri Red Skull is if you can Leech turn 3. That's it. If you can Lockjaw into Leech on turn 3, congratulations, you have a chance at winning. After that, though... uh, once, once Shuri has hit the table, you're just helping him out.
0: All right, we got a solid hour in here. What do, what do you want to? Anybody got anything else they want to throw in to wrap this up? Uh,
1: yeah, I do. Uh, one sec, one sec. Let me pause my game. Let me pull up my IMDb. I watched something.
0: Um, oh, okay. Well, while you're pulling your thing up, I watched something as well. Uh, okay. I've been I've been ridiculously sick for the past uh for the past week and uh Netflix the algorithm uh gives me all these at first glance odd like foreign foreign films or foreign TV series yes uh and it kept popping up this show called Control Z okay uh which yeah it is entirely up it was a Mexican teen drama thriller uh-huh. sort of that adhered to horror movie rules it was a very bizarre show uh but it was also very well done and it had it 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 had a mystery which i for some reason lately have been finding myself drawn to mystery shows uh and a good mystery i i really enjoy and these have had uh reasonably good mysteries with some twists and some turns and some oh that person's a that person's the bad guy and it's like oh no they're not and it's like oh yes they are again uh and it was uh it was nice in that regard now there some of the dialogue's a little weird because it's a mexican show uh they don't actually tell you, like, they don't actually mention where it's filmed until the third season. Uh, so it just, it looks, it looks like just a a, a very, uh, the city, uh, like, it doesn't look urban the way American cities look urban. It's, uh, okay. but it's, uh, it, they ended up revealing that it's set in Mexico City. Uh, which makes sense. Um, it, okay. it, deals with, uh, with things like representation and, uh, uh, like the, the, the whole premise of it is about sharing secrets that are really not yours to share. Uh, and you kind of know what you're in for in the first like 15 minutes when, uh, when the trans girl gets outed, um, uh, somewhat maliciously at a school function. Oh. Yikes. And it, it features secret hackers, and uh, it's, just, uh, it's, just, it's an interesting premise. It's uh, it's it's worth checking out, it, and it took me a while to realize that the show about hackers that's called Control Z, it was a reference to the keyboard shortcut, and I didn't pick up on that right away. <laughs>
1: And I was getting ready to ask, is this in somehow related to uh trying to undo something? Uh
0: it, well, it's more like go back. Uh and in each of the in each of the three seasons there's not going to be a fourth, but in each of the three seasons there is an episode near the end of the season that sort of goes back and shows you. Ah. Uh okay. yeah, it connects the dots. Gotcha. So, did you find what you were looking for? I did. Go.
1: I I watched a foreign film. I watched The Host. It is a Korean monster movie. It is on HBO Max. It is unbelievable. It is amazingly good. Uh, If they would have done... They would have done uh, any of the like solo Godzilla flicks before they they put it in the the kaiju verse. This way, we would never have gotten the kaiju verse. Like, this this movie is unbelievably good. Highly recommend. I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but I watched
0: uh, "Knock at the Cabin" as well. You have like, not to us, or well, okay. not not not, not on a show point. I've been on. Okay,
1: "Knock uh, Knock at the Cabin" is a uh, quality flick. Highly recommend. Okay, if if for no other reason, uh, Dave Bautista's character is amazing, and I'm so. Like, we all know I have some hang-ups with uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan uh, Ding Dong. Yes, I am grateful that Shyamalan gave Batista this role and this opportunity to show that uh, he can act. He's, he's not just a big, muscly guy.
0: Uh, I mean, there there was a movie he made early on in his his acting career with Amy Smart, I believe. Okay. That, that was also kind of a thriller uh that showed some of his range. It was not a good okay. movie, but it, it was certainly uh certainly not just normal action.
1: Okay. This uh Dave Batista as as the the muscly guy is an interesting story beat, it is not the premise of why Dave Batista is in the film.
3: I mean, he's basically said he's not taken anything that isn't gonna expand his range at this point for the next few movies. Yeah. Cause like it's... that's kind of his main focus. He's got like a set of directors he'd love to work with. He's got yeah all sorts of plans and like he's only taken roles that are like, you know, dramatic and
0: whatever. Yeah. Uh, he like, uh, like of of all the former wrestlers turned actors, uh he is the only one that is like very much the serious actor.
1: Yes. Yes. And this is a serious acting high quality performance. Uh like yes, the movie has some issues. There's some flaws. It's not a perfect movie, but it's a good flick and Dave Batista is Truly amazing in the film. I I truly hope that we get to see more of this this side of Mr. Batista. But yes, if he has his watch, way, you will. Yes, watch watch the host as well. High quality monster flick. Uh, it doesn't matter that it's a Korean film. Uh, it, even if you have to watch it subtitled and you can't watch the dub version, like it is, it's well worth it. I I would have watched it without sound just for the visuals. It was that good.
0: Oh yeah, okay. If I hadn't said that the Mexican show I watched it was dubbed. Okay. So uh, cool. So uh, yep, that covers everything. Cool. We'll uh, we'll be back next week, everybody. With That it did more, I don't know, shenanigans or whatever. Something. Yep.